Recorded live. Welcome back to episode 7 of Scuba Obsessed. This week we'll be talking about last week's Lake 16 dive, the upcoming Our World Underwater Dive Show, and these are some of the tidbits that are going to be in the news. Tiger buys a boat, scuba diving on a bicycle, free diver world record, and scuba club given grants. Uh, I'm Darren Jilson, one of your hosts, and here's the other host, Jim. And I'm Jim. Hello. How you doing this week, Jim? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm getting excited about the weekend. What's going on this weekend? Well, um, little show, you might have heard about it. It's uh, Our World Underwater going on in Chicago um, this weekend, and uh, we've got a, a pretty good showing from the local dive group that's going. Maybe you'd like to go along. I think that sounds like a good plan. I plan on uh, going there. So uh, we've got a couple cars going by the sounds yep. of it. Yep. And uh, for those who don't follow that or aren't aren't familiar with what's going on here in the Midwest, it's February 19th through the 21st. We have the Our World Underwater Dive Show, and it's at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont, Illinois. And uh, I think tickets are, what are they, $20 a day to get in? Yeah, I think uh, it depends on what you want to do. They've got a, a whole list of uh, seminars, and uh, maybe we can go through the list of some of them. Um, but the exhibit floor, I think tickets are uh, in the teens. Um, if you want to go and, and get uh, tickets for seminars and the exhibit floor, I believe it's in the $40 range. Yep. And the website for that is www.ourworldunderwateralloneword.com. And uh, I... I I went through and I was looking today to see uh, what some of the uh, things they had going on there. And it looks like the, they, they had a nice interactive map of the, sh of the show floor. So if you go to the website and you click on that, it'll show you all the vendors in the booth. And there's a nice number of vendors. And, you know, we've got some good dive shops in the area, but none of those dive shops carry everything that we're going to be able to see on that show floor. So it'll be great to get in there and see what they've got to show us. Right, get some exposure to some things from uh, around the country that we wouldn't see here in the Midwest. Yeah, so uh, it looks like if you're going to do the seminars, uh, those open at at 9 and they have several different tracks. The tracks are a little bit different from the morning to the afternoon. The show starts on Friday. We're not going on Friday. We're going to be going on Saturday. But uh, for the Saturday track at 9 a.m., there's one for shipwrecks and underwater archaeology. There's uh, Dives of the World. Another one is Wonders of the Sea. Underwater Photography. Underwater Environment. And then some of the afternoon and tracks is Salt of the Sea. So I don't know if that's seasoning for a sandwich or something. Well, about that time, I'll probably be getting hungry. So maybe salt on my fries. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was looking through the tracks. And they, you know, it's one of those things you'd like to be able to go in all of them. But I know I'm going to have to choose. Uh, which one are you thinking uh, that looks interesting? Well, I was, I was thinking mostly focusing on things for our region. Um, you know, I'm not a real big vacation diver, um, uh, basically because of economics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a local diver, and, and uh, I want to learn more about what we've got going on around us. And, uh, you know, it looks like there's going to be probably off and on through the whole day, there's going to be things that would apply to us in our area. Uh, from shipwrecks to the, the marine life in the area. Um, so it, I think we're going to be able to find quite a bit to, to pay attention to there. Yeah. Well, that shipwrecks and underwater archaeology just pretty much read almost 
uh, the Midwest and the Great Lakes. So that looked like an interesting track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, they had that Lost Liners. That's at 11.15. Uh, that is being done by uh, a local person up from Holland, a friend of Craig Rich, who we had on the show last week. Uh, she's going to be hosting that. And then if you look on a little bit later on down in the afternoon, there's uh, southeastern Lake Michigan, the new diving mecca. So uh, I think that means us. Hey, yeah, the, I was just looking at a map. We're southeast Lake Michigan. That's yeah, good stuff. We, we had to look that up a second there uh-huh. to make sure we were covered. So uh, the the shipwreck track looked looked pretty good. Uh, if you're into underwater photography, which I'm not yet, but you know I hope to someday get some camera gear where I can take some nice underwater photos. And uh, they had uh, three or four classes on that, not classes. I'm I'm sorry, seminars where people are talking about uh, you know wonders of the sea seems to be a little bit more ocean oriented, and dive the world seemed to be vacation oriented. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we're focusing mostly on Saturday, but again the uh, these go on into Sunday. Sunday actually had a little bit of uh, some gear stuff. Uh, there's also some some of the tracks that are uh, uh, the in-depth workshops are aimed a little bit more at uh, you know getting some stuff to depth, and those can run all day. There's some of them that have a, have an additional cost over the entry fee. Uh, you know there's a public safety workshop. Dan has some some workshops. Uh, you know, there, there's some stuff aimed at uh, dive shop owners and some underwater uh, photography courses. Uh, the oxygen provider was an, was another one I thought that would be interesting, but yeah, that would be a good one to take, and that's a that's a Dan course, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Dan's putting yeah. that on. So they have that. There's also going to be a silent auction going on. Uh, the only downside to that is you have to be there between, I believe it's one and two on Sunday to pick up uh, your winnings. So, <laughs> well, yeah, um, we'll, we'll have to look if there's anything too interesting that could, you know, you know, that could be a rough one to have to drive back in to pick something up. Right. That would be tough to explain. Uh, there was also some uh, seminars and some manufacturer clinics. So, uh, you know, make sure you get out to that website and take a look and see what they've got there. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to, it's going to be a great show just to be able to see it. Uh, you know, there's going to be just such a variety of, of different vendors. If you want to see uh, different places to go and and do some scuba tours on, they're going to have that there. A variety of equipment manufacturers. Uh, yeah, there's going to be the the um, the list of exhibitors at the on the floor is pages long. There's virtually any any uh, aspect of the scuba uh, industry is going to be there from. Uh, producers to um, guides to charters to you know everything is going to be there it's going to be a very good day yep and this is the 40th year for the show so you know it's it's not something that just popped out of nowhere they've been doing this for quite a while Uh, then also i think after the show goes on it i don't i don't know if we're going to stay that late but there's also a film festival on the nights uh, both friday night and saturday night so some of the people talking during the day are going to be able to exhibit some of their films. So we'll have some more of this uh, next week. We'll let you know what we did. Maybe we'll do a little bit of live blogging from the show floor. Uh, I thought about doing some recording from there, but you know, it's yeah, I'm kind of torn. Do it. Yeah, I want to enjoy the show and be able to see around. And you know, it, it's kind of like my kids' birthdays. I don't like always 
looking through the camera, it seems like I missed something. Right, exactly. So, but uh, that'll be exciting. So, uh, we sounds like we're going to have quite a few people. I think just the dive club are going to have uh, six or eight people heading mm-hmm. on down with us. Yep. And you've got, is Josh coming? Yes, he is. Right, so, Josh and, yeah, so we've easily got one, a couple cars uh, filled up. Yep, we do. Um, and I know we're heading out early Saturday. The other group is uh, going in a little bit later, I think. Um, so, I was just uh, thinking about where I'm going to stop and get my first cup of coffee <clears throat> after my cup runs out from home. You've got to plan these things, you see. Yeah, coffee, definitely. Uh, we'll have to, you know, maybe a couple thermos, a little IV, you know, a little freebasing, some caffeine. We'll be all set. Yeah, but don't be bringing any thermoses that you've been dipping your uh, uh, <laughs> your gloves and your, <laughs> your dive boots in. No, I save that for the kids' lemonade. <laughs> that's just a little, that's right a, just a little extra seasoning right so uh but so we got that coming up uh, uh I, i've noticed that on um, you know if you get a chance uh make sure you get out to our website at scubaobsessed.com uh we also have a facebook page and the facebook page has really started to take off uh just this week we picked up you know we've probably tripled the number of facebook fans out there and uh you know, and and they definitely are fans. I've had some conversations with them, so they listen to the show. So it's not like we paid them to come up there. They're actually enjoying what we've got to say. And you know, and if you want to get some feedback, you know, we we we're on that page at least a couple times a day, just to see what everybody has to say. So if you have some ideas for the show, uh, if you want to talk about something, you want to ask some advice. There's people much more knowledgeable than Jim and I on that page, and uh, they're more than happy to share. Also, make sure you get to the Scuba Obsessed website. And uh, wander into the forums. Uh, this week we had an interesting conversation going on on dry suits. You know, uh, you know, we we were talking DUI and Viking and uh, Bear and a few other varieties that people were talking about. We got into into Twitter. So people had some suggestions from that. We're giving us some feedback. So head on over there to the forums. Uh, also, you can get on TalkShoe.com. And we're show ID 73759, so if you happen to be around on Thursdays at 9 o'clock, you can get in and you can listen live. Uh, you can also ask questions live. We might watch the chat room, and towards the end of the show, we unmute everybody, and you can actually talk and chat. And we'd also uh, make sure you get a subscription. Run over to iTunes, subscribe to the show. You know, we'd love some four- and five-star reviews. So let's go ahead and jump into the news. Uh, the first one that we have uh, up there was uh, Tiger Woods uh, bought a scuba dive boat. Did you happen to see this one, Jim? Did I lose Jim? Yes, we lost Jim. So uh, he'll be he'll be back here in a minute. In the meantime, oh wait wait wait, I think I see him. We're using Skype, so I'm going to bring him in. I'll edit this center section out. Uh, we, we were the news. Uh, Tiger Woods buys a boat for scuba diving. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if you had the kind of troubles that he had, I guess I would say go diving, huh? <laughs> well, considering some of the news articles about people knocking off significant others, I don't know how, how great that, that could be. Oh, man. From the uh, story, it sounds like they had been scuba diving for quite a while beforehand. So it wasn't like this is something that they're just picking up to patch things together. But uh, 
you know, I, I can overlook that, you know, uh, for a 61 foot, uh, sports boat. <laughs> yeah. I think that's more than just a scuba boat in my mind. That's awesome. Yeah. 61 foot, uh, it was set up as a Valentine's day gift. And, uh, I guess the boat's called solitude, which maybe that's what they're hoping that they'll, they'll have with this. And uh, that's tiger with his wife and who else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's big enough to where you could actually have somebody on the board. Well, he Hopefully. probably will try and squirrel one away or two, I guess. I don't know. That's not fair. I should not. That's not fair of me. Well, you know, he could always invite us out in the boat and, you know, tell us his side of the story. So the boat has a price tag of $3 million and it's currently docked at the couple's estate. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's telling you a few things. For one thing, is he happens to have a place where he can dock it. Oh, right. Yep. I mean, even if I was given a boat like that, I wouldn't have a place for it. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that always seems to, to make the news. I, I'm actually excited whenever a, a celebrity scuba dies. That's crazy. Yeah. It was designed for her. So not only did he buy a $3 million boat, he custom built one. Did it say custom built it? I'm, I'm looking at another article uh, over on uh, newsoxy.com. Uh-huh. And uh, the way that they say it, uh, he purchased a custom-made boat just for his wife, Elin, and uh, as a Valentine's Day gift, what you're talking about. And um, uh, that's crazy. Wow. Solitude, quote, Solitude is a dive boat and was designed for Elon, who loves the sport, an unnamed source said in a statement. Now, he had to have that in the works. You, you can't walk into a dive place. I mean, I guess with the type of money he has, he could probably walk in and it could be custom in a week. But right. I, I, I'm picturing that's not a spur of the moment, so maybe this is something that was already in the works. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, because of the uh, $3 million boat, that. You know, or, or maybe it's a $2 million boat, but he rushed it, so it is a $3 million boat. Right. <laughs> so uh, the, the next story we have is scuba diver won't let disability deter his underwater pursuits. Rodriguez, a 26-year-old uh, man, has been confined to a wheelchair since March 2006. Uh, and a car accident put him into a three-week coma. The Marine Corps Ooh. veteran from Stickney, Illinois, has trouble speaking and he needs a cane to walk around with. But once he gets in the water, you never know he's disabled. He's quoted as saying, once I get in the water, I feel like I'm completely buoyant and I can dive around the world and not get tired. He became a, skirt, a certified scuba diver just over two years ago through Dive Heart. And that's a nonprofit organization uh, here over in Chicago, trains people in a wide range of disabilities, how to enjoy the underwater world. And they also happen to, to train you know, able-bodied people to be assistants to these disabled uh, divers or, or potential divers. And that's an amazing thing. Um, we've sat in and uh, talked to people who have been involved in, in programs like this, and they say that it just it, it opens up, uh, you know, when, when somebody becomes uh, injured, uh, speaking specifically of vets and uh, disabled uh, through an accident or something like that, um, it takes a part of them, um, but when they're able to function just like anybody else, once again, um, you know, it just 
they just open right up and, and blossom, so to speak. And it's an amazing thing that uh, just being underwater can, can equalize. What an equalizer that can be, I guess. Certainly can be. Just to be able to to get underwater, uh, you know, some of the stuff that you can you have a challenge to do with gravity when you're there floating around, I mean, you know, like what got me into diving, just that feeling like you're a superhero just floating around free to move. Yeah, uh, going they, where you want, it will. Yeah, and, and, and we're able-bodied in the land, so, you know, that, that has to be a treat for them. I've been involved with groups where they've, they've done similar things for horseback riding, and, uh, you know, scuba diving even makes more sense. So that that's great. He's able to do that, and all the people who donate their times to do that, they, they deserve some credit. Uh, next article is a scuba diving on a bicycle. Uh, Nick Mobley of the London School of Diving uh, has developed a new sport that combines scuba diving with cycling. He believes they've created the first underwater turbo training cycle. It's a cycle that's been specifically designed for operation in their diving pool. The school has opened the challenge to all divers who can cycle a mile underwater. Uh, actually, it's a challenge. That he's challenging them to, to uh, cycle a mile underwater. Diver pays an entry fee with the proceeds going to charity. Uh, and, and the divers who have tried it say it's a little awkward at first, but it's a great workout. So uh, is it a traditional bicycle? What's what's going on? Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah, it's like somebody, it, they say it's specially designed, but looking at the photos, uh, they've taken uh, a standard bicycle and they put it on one of those, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, like where they clamp the back wheel and sure. you're, you're you're pedaling along. So, uh, and and they show some pictures. You know, the people in it, uh, you know, have full BCs and tanks and you know pedaling along. But it's one of those things I'd I'd love to try it. <laughs> uh, I'd like to watch you try it. <laughs> So uh, another good, uh, good, uh, yeah, good thing to do. Uh, getting some money for charity. Uh, next one is a the Evan Sam Subaquatic Club is given a grant for a new boat. Now I saw a headline like that. How does something like that work? Well, th- this was actually in in London. Well, I mean, any nonprofit you know can put in and get a grant. Uh, so what they did is they got uh, 10,000 pounds grant by Sport England. This club has 40 to 50 members, and it needed 23,000 to buy a new Humber rigid inflatable boat and engine for its diving expeditions around the British coastline. The group has to raise uh, the remainder. You know, they got 10,000 pounds, and they need 13,000 pounds and they're getting that through the sale of their old boat and some fundraising events. Uh, new craft would ensure liability and help the club to expand its training program, uh, and they're absolutely delighted to receive the grant, which, you know, I would be too. But that's, that's, sure. kind, of, that's kind of neat to be able to, you know, to get a grant and get uh, something like that out. I'm sure that helps promote the sport and their area. and gets people outside. And if you want to go uh, see that club's website, it's uh, easehamsubaqua.co.uk. So that's ease, E-V-E-S, ham, H-A-M, S-U-B-A-Q-U-A.co.uk. So we'll also have a link there on the website. And they meet at the Pershore Leisure Center. So you know, maybe that's something that we need to do for the club, look for 
some grants. Yeah. Maybe 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 we need to look for some grants. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the Darren new car grants or <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. As long as there's not a prison term when they come to find out that uh, <laughs> that's not right. Well, they, they 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 would have a hard time finding me. Uh, then the next uh, news article is a Swiss free diver breaks the world record for holding his breath underwater. Peter Collat, a Swiss free diver, held his breath underwater for 19 minutes and 21 seconds. <laughs> oh my gosh! 19 minutes. So, you know, that's like when we started this podcast, holding your breath, and you would still have to be holding it even beyond where we are now. You know, in the meantime, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colette, 38, performed the feat in the water tank in the St. Galen, Switzerland. The previous record, and and what the Guinness Book of World Records is calling this, is oxygen-assisted static apnea, which it sounds like something you want to get rid of. Yeah, don't they have... uh machines to help you through that in the middle of the night? Sleep apnea? Yeah, the little respirators? They certainly do. Uh, it was set by, the previous record was set by Italian Nicola, and I'm not even going to try the last name, last May, and it was 19 seconds short. So he beat that last record by 19 seconds. And then Colat, uh, the experienced diver from Zurich, said the first 20 minutes, not 20 minutes, 12 minutes was no problem. The first 12 minutes were no problem. Uh, I felt the first need to breathe very late, but because it was late, it was even stronger. I guess under these Guinness rules for this particular class, he's allowed to inhale pure oxygen for 10 minutes prior to the attempt. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, you know, if I could hit three minutes, I'd be doing pretty good. I don't think I would hit three minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. 19 minutes, 21 seconds. So, yeah, kudos to him. And it's one of those things that at what point is this so dangerous that nobody should be trying it? I mean, um, obviously you have to have some training. You know, they're, they're using oxygen. They have to have somebody monitoring them. But, I mean, there has, at some point there's got to be a physical limit to how far you can go. And if somebody said pick a time, I'd have picked like 12 or 14 minutes. I, I would never have picked that somebody could go 19. No, you couldn't. That's, uh, you know, they would be able to sit through a, a half-hour sitcom minus the commercials without breathing. That's amazing. That, that is completely unbelievable. I just can't believe they do that. So that's what we had for the news for this week. Uh, have, have you had a chance to get any of the Olympics in? Uh, I did watch some of the curling, and... Uh, it was riveting, but uh, no, I really haven't. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had time. I did catch, um, you know, the tragedy of the, the young guy on the, the luge um, in the practice sessions, um, but I understand everything else has gone fairly smoothly um, there. Um, have you been watching any? I've watched a little bit. I watch a little bit each night. Uh, you know, I, I like the, you know, I like the, you know, the figure skating and the downhill skiing. Uh, luge is one of the sports I always wished I could try. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, here in Michigan, we actually do have a luge track up in uh, Muskegon, so I've always thought I'd, I'd like to try it. Don't don't want to run into a pole, but no, uh, no. that that would that, that would be an interesting sport. You know, with the curling, 
I think they'd be they'd get upset if I was out in the ice. I'd be tempted to break out a chainsaw and cut a triangle on it. Let's <laughs> see what the viz is like down below. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean that, that's when some of the clarity is the best. So, no, I understand. I understand it was so bad this past weekend that you you're sorry that you went. Um, no, I, I had to work, so I couldn't go. But it was it was really a bad night this past weekend, wasn't it? Oh, uh, it was it was absolutely terrible. No, it it wasn't it wasn't bad. We had a great turnout. We had nine divers. Uh, we're we're skipping into our are talking about our previous dive section now. Uh, we had nine divers come out, which is, you know, I don't know how many they had before we joined, and I'm not saying that we take credit for nine divers. I think a little bit of it is spring fever, but nine divers, that is, that is an excellent turnout for nine divers. Uh, everybody got to go down. Uh, you know, we had a nice safe dive. We, we were just about that same spot we were before. Uh, Don and I were the last couple in so viz to me didn't seem to be as good i had a few uh club members disagree but they were some of the first ones in so maybe a little bit better when they went in and it wasn't bad i mean you know and i'm saying the viz wasn't as good as the week before uh it wasn't i mean it was still you know amazing for our part of the world right uh With, i understand one of the things that I understood, though, was that there was more of, a, more of a snowpack over the top of the ice where we didn't have that two weeks ago. Yeah, we had um, bright sunlight the week before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of like giant fluorescent lights in the top of the, the lake. So we didn't have that this time. And, and then there was a little bit of, when you walked out on the ice, there was some slush underneath the snow. So, and also the water was warmer. We had, it was a balmy 40 degrees under the ice, which... Seems counterintuitive. If, if the ice is freezing in the top, why is it warm down below? But it actually had an insulating effect. So maybe you get a little bit of that sun radiating down, works it underneath that ice. And yeah, no, that's that's warmed up about two or three degrees from the week before, right? Yeah, it did. It, and what a difference a degree makes. It actually oh, yeah. felt warmer. So oh, and, 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 it was, and it was definitely better than the two weeks before that when I was in the river at 33. Now that. Mm-hmm. Was cold. But uh, yeah. you know, we got we got some visibility. We got a little bit down farther than we did the week before. Uh, we got down. I got down to 61 feet, which is it's nice to actually get some depth again, get some buoyancy practice back. And yeah, and you know when we we've, we've been shallow for so long, it seems like the last time. Well, actually, the last time we hit that depth, I think we were at Gilboa. Right, Gilboa in uh, Finley, Ohio. Yeah. So yeah, it was nice to nice to get some depth again. Uh, yeah, uh, it was one of those things when we came up, I was ready to go right back down, but, uh, it was, it was a great week. And then even almost as good as a dive, not quite, but is going to the restaurant afterwards and having some soup and coffee. Oh and, yeah. And those nine divers, you take me out of the mix, you know, with my three years experience, those nine divers, I don't think there's a single diver with less than 20 years of experience sitting at that table. Isn't that amazing? That was. So you have eight divers times 20, but that's 160 years of diving. And actually, I think it was probably well over 200. You know, probably the most experienced there was certified in the early 60s. These these are guys with 5,000-plus dives easy under their belt. You know, a mixture of, you know, some were even commercial divers. You know, we had, uh, you know, four or five club members and, some people came down from Holland and joined us here down there at Lake 16. And it, it was just great to listen to the stories about where they had gone and where they had traveled and what they did. 
know, just to be able to absorb all that knowledge from all those great divers, just love it. So, you know, and, and any, any of those divers listening, if you, if you're in the area and you want to go diving, give us a call. We'll, we're ready to go out. So, yeah, absolutely. And then also on Facebook, we had some invitations to get to some places around the world. So, uh, you know, uh, we had a diver from Virginia invite us down, Jim. So we're going to have to go and figure out a way to go down there. And I, I'm thinking, you know, Virginia's actually, you know, it's, it's, it's longer than Finley, but that is something that we could, you know, you could do in a weekend. Invite us down for some quarry dives and some uh, lake dives. So, you know, we may have to take them up on that. Yeah. The, it, it, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Just take a dive trip. Um, I'm looking forward to being able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't have to worry about airfare. Just get in the car, drive out there, maybe do, you know, three or four tank dives and head on back. Right. So, uh, so this weekend, it's Our World Underwater, uh, February 19th through the 21st. Uh, we'll have a link for that on the website. And then the following week, uh, some of us in the club are going to be hitting the Great Lakes Shipwreck Festival. So that'll be another good And week. where is that going to be? Uh, that's uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We'll have links to that on the website. And I guess in Milwaukee, and I'm not sure about the dates, but I think that coming up in March 5th and 6th, they have, I think it's called the Ghost Ship uh, Festival. So, right, and that is supposed to be an awesome, an awesome show um, with a, a collection of uh, great divers from around the area. So it's it's, it's been some, you know, some great shows, all packed up, all all at once. I, I kind of wish they were a little bit earlier in the year, maybe when the diving wasn't so great. I'm, I'm feeling like now we're it's still fold out, but I guess mentally I feel like we're we're approaching spring. You know, when I hit that part. Yeah. You know, even though we're still going to have some cold days, I'm 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 ready to get out there and do some diving. Right. And it'll be interesting to see just how this, you know, how long will the clarity stay in some of these rivers and lakes into the spring before it starts to get, uh, you know, some algae bloom and stuff going on. Hey, and then uh, that was actually Mark from Virginia. He's in the chat room right now. So, hello, Mark. Hey. So, uh, let's see. Do we have anything else? Uh, anybody wants to follow us on Twitter? Uh, we got the Scuba Obsessed uh, on Twitter. I'm Darren Jilson on Twitter, D-A-R-R-I-N-J-I-L-O-S-O-N. And Jim is Jake Kleeman, J-K-L-I-E-M-A-N-N on Twitter. That's right. And then uh, oh, kind of kind of back on the Olympics, you know, I, I got to think as I'm watching all those athletes, you know, what would what kind of sport would scuba diving be? I mean, if you got that in the Olympic sport, I've heard some people talk about any sport where you have to have judging isn't a sport. But you know, I enjoy watching the figure skating. But from a from an athletic standpoint, I, I tend to agree. Not that I would take those other sports out, but you know, you never really seem to be satisfied. You know, when your favorite is being judged and somebody else is being judged, and you've got you know the you know the this one judge gives a really high score, and that one gives a really low score, and and you can even watch the sport and not be able to tell why the winner won and why the loser lost. And you're right. You know, you're when right. It's, when it's a clock, you know what it is. So, basing on that, what would scuba dive, what kind of Olympic sport could we have with scuba diving? You know, that would, that would be clock-based. Well, um, you could do the uh, uh, the free diving portion. That's not scuba, 
but uh, and uh, what's his name from across the pond there would certainly win in 19 minutes. Yeah. Um, what else could you do? And you could do, you know? I, I would think the holding your breath one probably wouldn't be a big crowd. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I I could see you know four or five people doing that old dead man float <laughs> there in the water. Uh, yeah, not just floating. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking that you know, and maybe that's something we'll have to come back because we got another week of Olympics here, so I we'll have to come up with some ideas. So if you get any ideas, drop in the forum, uh, say what you think, how you think scuba could be a if it could be an Olympic sport or what it would be. It'd be interesting to to hear. Uh, I do know that there's some uh, there's some challenges that go on. There's uh, the ultimate scuba diver challenge that that they've been trying to get to stick every year down in Mexico. Uh, and, and, and they've got a kind of an interesting approach to it. So, you know, and here, here's maybe something, maybe you could do it like, uh, you know, if you have a class like muck divers, you know, it'd be kind of like the kids, you know, used to throw the coins in the sandbox, right? Have them go, have them go out and filter it out. You know, maybe we could have that, that class. I, you know, you could do it all at once or, or maybe what you do is you don't do, you do like a golden ball, you bury it in the sand and then you put like five or six divers and you have them all go through it. So, you know, two or three are going to fight at the same time, so they have to like wrestle each other to get it to a to a certain point. And it would be Roman Greco rules at that point. Yeah, exactly that point. You know, and then you could have different classes. You, know, you could have, you know, the you know no no rules. You know, they're pinching off people's uh, hoses and knocking their masks off their face. And, you know, of course, no dive dives. You, know, you need to be able to compete and come back. Right. There has to be a, a reason for the champion to come back. The uh, yeah, uh, underwater bobbing for apples, um, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd, that'd be another good one. So, I think that about does it for this week. Do you have anything else you'd like to talk about before we call the show? Nope. I'm. Uh, I'll tell you one of the things that I'm really interested in about uh, taking a look at this weekend while we're at the show is uh, um, checking out and touchy-feely with all the dry suits out there. I think uh, this will be the year that I'm going to try and go dry, and I really want to learn as much as I can. So if anybody's got any information uh, that they would consider useful, throw it up at us and uh, so we can uh, share some of your uh, learned wisdom. Oh, oh, I, I do have one thing before we take off and go. Uh, as I was, I, I was thinking this week, I'm like, you know, what would be the one of the most boring games in the world for a video game? And I said, you, scuba diving. You know, <laughs> I, 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 well, exactly. I love to scuba dive, but, you know, it's kind of like golf. You know, I like to play golf. I don't like to watch golf. You know, maybe, you know, a tournament where there's somebody great and they got a lot to win, or you know, maybe if I'm trying to improve my stroke or something, I'll watch it. But I don't like to watch golf. I do like to watch televised. You know, I like to see underwater shows, but a video game on scuba diving just doesn't do it. But somebody has gone out and done a scuba diving game. It's called Endless Ocean 2, which meant that there was an Endless Ocean 1. Wow. Wow. You know, in, in uh, I have to admit that I was thinking about looking at that. I think it's a Wii game, isn't it? It, it is a Wii game. <laughs> Love my Wii. You know, maybe, maybe we're gonna, we'll have to see if we can find this in the I say bargain bin. No, not meaning to insult the developers of the game. Uh, but Endless Ocean 2, a preview. 
uh, a fish befriending scuba sequel. And then the original one came out in 2008. Uh, virtual aquarium and fish featuring games in the net with almost unquenchable demand from Facebook users. Endless Ocean could not have arrived at a better time. So the original relaxed ocean exploration, fish collection, marine biology, animal mythology, make a return, this time spreading over six different global locations, including the Mediterranean, the Atlantic, the Amazon, and the Middle East. Graphics are improved. There's a greater variety of tasks, mysteries, and animals pursue. Undersea turtles can be brought and sold. Cooperative online play returns so players can dive with friends as well as friendly dolphins. You know, maybe I'll have to eat my words, but uh, you know, I don't think anything's going to match actually getting out in the water. So uh, it's going to be coming out and available in North America on February 22nd. In Europe, it was released on February 5th, so any of our European friends, let us know how you like it. The price is $22.99 U.S. or $29.99 in euros. So it sounds like we got the better deal on that. No yeah, the exchange rate, though. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's that. So scuba diving in a video game. You know, I mean, you know, and, and it's good. Anytime we can encourage people to get out there and see what scuba diving is about, maybe arouse some interest in some of the, some younger viewers or maybe some people who aren't able to get out, that might be great. But Yeah, but let's, let's be honest. I guess thinking about it, um, when you're obsessed about something like this, uh, if we can't be diving, we'd be talking about diving. If we can't be talking about diving, we'd be reading about diving. If we can't be reading about it, we might as well be playing a game about it. Um, so I guess uh, they might be onto something there. Well, we'll have to try. You know, as a long-time gamer, I am. I'm not really convinced, but you know, I guess I've played crazier games. So right. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But so as that, far as that, I've got nothing else. I don't either. So uh, that does it for episode seven. We'll call this one uh, our road to our world underwater. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I'm Darren. And I'm Jim. Go out there and get wet. <laughs>